0: Well, good morning, my friend. Friday morning, can you believe it? It's the end of the week, January the twenty-eighth. Three more days left in this month, and welcome to the pastor's podcast. Good to have you along this morning as we end out the week. And I'm hope you have you had a good um, week. We had a great day. I did had a great day out soul winning yesterday. Was able to lead three people to the Lord yesterday, and each story was was really pretty much amazing how God did it. the last guy led to Christ. Um, he had a snake, two tarantulas in the back, and two pit bulls, and still was able to leave him to Christ. And if you know anything about me, I can't stand snakes or spiders. But yet, we went ahead and gave him to the gospel. Now, they were all in tanks. I was safe. I don't know if I'd have been able to talk to the guy any other way. But God was good and able to lead him to Christ. And it's always exciting going soul winning and um, being able to tell people about the Lord. And I hope that you do something like that this weekend. Try to tell somebody how to get saved. Let's get this year going. If yet, we got three days. If you've not led one person to Christ in the month of January out in the streets. I'm not talking about in church. Um, That's not personal soul winning. When people come to church, I'm glad people get saved at church. Don't get me wrong on that. That's a good thing. But personal soul winning, going out in the street like Christ did. And he reached an Andrew and a Peter and all of his disciples. He didn't reach them in a service. He reached them out going soul winning. That's our example. And I want to encourage you before the month of January ends that you find somebody that you can tell about the Lord Jesus Christ, tell them how to get saved. I promise you, more people want to get saved than what you realize, you just got to tell them about it. And you'd be amazed what people would do if you would do that. I also want to encourage you if you've not yet registered for the old paths conference and you're coming, and I'd encourage you to come. Um, would you register now? Now's the time to register. Go to oldpathsconference.com. I put it on my on the on the on my um, comments. On both YouTube and Facebook, you can find it there. And and register today. Help us out, would you? It really would help us out to know how many are coming in from the outside. We've got many from several different states. This is going to be the best registration we've had in years. And, um, And I'm excited about that. I mean, I'm talking about... Oh, good night. Probably over a decade since I've had this many registrations coming in, and I'm um, excited to see the Lord doing something. And people wanted to see how the old paths work. They do work, my friend. I know there's people out there say, "Well, it's 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 over. It's not over. They're over. We're not. We're going forward. We're reaching people for Christ." And it's always exciting to serve the Lord, seeing what God can do. And I'd encourage you to do that. Well, today, I want to talk to you about what giving does for you. I want to read to you from 2 Corinthians chapter 9, and verses 6 and 7. The scripture, says, the scripture says, but this I say, he which soweth sparingly shall reap also sparingly. And he which soweth bountifully shall reap also bountifully. Every man according as he purposeth in his heart. So let him give, not grudgingly, or of necessity, for God loveth a cheerful giver. Now, we often use these verses to show the importance of giving money, and there's nothing wrong with this. But these verses are mainly dealing with the principle of giving, period. That's it. Yes, giving financially to the Lord is included in this, but... God wants the believer to understand that they will reap according to what they give. For instance, you will reap according to the effort that you get. You, you will reap according to the work your work ethic. You'll reap according to your financial investment that you put into a project. In other words, God doesn't reward freeloaders, but he rewards those who give the most because they have the most investment into what they are doing so if you don't like what you are reaping it should cause you to give more of what you want to reap however what is the re- benefit of reaping what we have to ask okay what's the benefit in this whole thing if, if i and i know we should look at that but let's face it we're humans and we want to know what's the benefit what's my investment going to return well here it is here's your returns ready First, verse five shows it curbs your covetousness. Well, what a great, what a great return. God doesn't give to you for you to keep for yourselves, but he gives to you for you to give out. Giving has a way of taking your eyes off yourself and your covetousness. But what you will find is that God will give you more than what you have. If you, if, if you had kept whatever you gave for yourself, in other words, if I get, okay, let me just use an illustration. Let's say I, I give I give love. But if I kept the love for myself, God's not going to give me more. But if I give more love out, God's going to give me more than what I'd ever had to begin with. God's return is always great. So always understand that it curbs your covetousness. Second, verse 6 shows that it shows your faith to you and to God. God gives back to you with the same measurement that you give to him. So God overflows your measurement of giving so that you will give more the next time. The measurement of your giving shows your faith that you have in God. Now, if you give little, you will have little faith in God. If you, but, but if you give much, you'll show that you have much faith in God. Verse 7 teaches that it reveals your heart for God. Your heart is tied directly to your giving. However much you're willing to give towards God financially in service shows what your heart for God is. Too many want to give little to God and have a heart for God at the same time, but that's impossible. Whatever you give towards uh, the most is always the revealer of where your heart is invested. Where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. So you can't invest a little effort in God and have your heart with God. That's impossible. Your heart is going to be where you give your most time your most effort, your most financial giving towards. Verse 6 now teaches that it allows God to bless you more. So God's blessings are dependent upon your giving. Despite the evil crowd who thinks that God is going to give to you, whether or not you do anything for him is not true. God's blessings are directly connected to what you give towards God. God will invest his blessings in those who give the greatest of themselves and finances to him. But God will not. Now, God may give to those who don't give out of his mercy, but God promises to give more back to those who give. Whatever you give, finances, love, effort, work ethic, invest, whatever, God gives more back. Verse seven now teaches that God, that giving to God, invest your heart in him. Your heart is where your money and efforts are. Um, You can't help but put your heart into what you're giving towards the most. Um, One of the great secrets to having a heart for God and not for the world is to give of your effort and finances towards God, and your heart will follow your investment. Now, verse 8 teaches that it helps your work for Christ to abound or thrive. Now, this truth is proven true in the book of Acts when the church sold everything they had for the cause of Christ, that is likely why they turned their world upside down for Christ. Now, I'm not saying that you should or should not do this. And I talk about selling everything. But I am saying this, that no work for God will thrive or abound without God's people sacrificing and investing their all in him. Now, let me ask you something. Do you feel like God's not giving you much? Then maybe stop blaming God. And why don't you do this? Why don't you go back and look at how much you're giving to God in any area, whatever that area is? You look at it and you'll realize the more I give in this, the more okay, the more time I give to God, the more that God allows me to get done with my time. The more love I do for, I give to God, I give to others. The more love God um, channels through me to give to others. The purpose of God giving is not for me to take. The purpose of God giving is for it to flow through me. So the more that I need, I give more out. And God gives me more so I can be a greater conduit. In other words, I I like to put it this way. God gives you a greater hose for whatever he gives to you to flow through so you can give to others. They get, but you get the most. My friend, I hope this is a help to you in understanding this principle of giving. Now, today and this weekend, remember, would you be good to everybody? Everybody's having a tough time. Have a great weekend, my friend.